So the world's decided to implode and fall apart. So what do you do? Well, you blog about it. Because why? Well, why not? What else are we going to do in the apocalypse? Okay, that was enough doom and gloom and sarcasm from your old buddy Jimbo. Welcome to the Jim Soybox official podcast. And I do have a very big show for you today that I think you're going to get a lot of value out of. And I really hope you will follow through the links to check out some stuff because, well... We really are in a situation to where preparedness is key because we're not looking at a matter of if. Problems now are a matter of when. We'll talk about that and much more right after this really cool, catchy opening theme song. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. Welcome to you all out there in podcast listening land, whichever particular platform you may be picking up the podcast on. I truly appreciate you, and I would also appreciate if you would give it a like and a subscribe and make a comment or two as we go, because it helps the show grow. That's going to come up, actually, in our blogging segment. I want to talk to you more about what I'm doing in regards to growing all of this, because I'm kind of going a little bit of a radical way. And so I'll share that with you as we go. Other things I'd like to talk about before we get into the lessons on blogging that have helped me for over this decade that I've been doing it is uh, some of the more recent things that happened that actually inspired a blog from yesterday and today. The one being uh, I've had a massive amount of growth pop up and I'm still not 100% sure from where, but the article I'd written about working with intent and where I also share a PDF that you can download and print off of the pipeline that I use to create content and market and promote. That in itself is also another point of discussion here in just a few, too. Uh, But anyway, but I put that out there because I wanted to be able to give you guys something that if you are looking to begin doing things online, you have a message to spread or your business or your civic organization to give you a roadmap of sorts to be able to, you know, have steps, because that's one of the hardest things about doing anything. You don't have a roadmap to know where you're going. You can wind up driving around for a long time for lack of a, just not a good reason. Wasting time is always the worst thing in the world. So that podcast, or excuse me, that content creation pipeline will help you in that. So anyway, but one of the things that was very interesting, I'm serious, like in the past five days, I have seen exponential growth on the Jim'sToyBox.com website thanks to that one article. The thing that I found most interesting, though, is that the people who are coming along and reading and liking and all of that stuff with it, which I thank you all very much for coming by, are a lot of the online workers, the affiliate marketers and such. And I'm fascinated by those folks and I'm fascinated by the industry because it's one of those that can be ripe, full of great opportunity and also a lot of great hype and hustles that aren't the good kind of hustling. Okay. So I'm, I'm checking everybody out who's came in, who's come in, and I've got a lot of questions because I personally appreciate affiliate mar- affiliate marketing opportunities uh, because if you have the ability to voice your opinion and give a review about a particular product, good or service, well, you know that's word of mouth advertising, and that's always been the best form, no matter what you do, right? And I wanted. You know, again, but I also don't want to be just a shill for something if I don't believe in it. 
because I don't want to ever ruin and wreck my reputation. I've done it before. I mean, I've taken, in, in working for certain companies, I have done commercials and campaigns that I didn't necessarily think was crap, but I didn't necessarily like it either. And uh, you get hard-pressed, in my opinion. If you, got a, if you want to keep a clear conscience in advertising and marketing and promotion, when you're promoting something you just don't believe in, man, check, you, check yourself. Just, you know, just be careful. I mean, you got to pay the bills. I understand that. But be careful, you know, because you can wind up finding yourself representing something that does not reflect what you believe um, or that you feel would really be an asset to someone. But at the same time, you don't want to be too judgmental of it because it ain't about you. It is about that potential customer that could benefit. So it's a slippery slope. We'll talk about more of that at another time. But I do want to give a shout out to all those folks who have came over. And it's also blown up the podcast, too, because the view, the listenership is, is, is growing quite significantly as well. So I wanted to touch on that. And uh, again, invite you all. That's a great article, if I do say so myself, because again, if only for the content creation pipeline, go check that out, print it off, just save it, whatever, because it will help you go from brainstorming to creating stuff to getting it out there and doing it and expanding on an idea in ways you may not have thought of before that literally with a pen and paper doesn't cost you a dime outside of the pen and paper to move forward with an idea and just give you some encouragement there. So anyway, so I wanted to touch that. The other thing is um, I wrote this today. Um, I uh, Yesterday morning, we woke up to the sound of silence, which is very refreshing. It's amazing how quiet the world really is when the power goes off. But it also got me to thinking about a recent article I read and numerous articles I've been reading in regards to this summer, the strains on the energy systems, the power supplies, and all of that because of various reasons. Number one, just the regular annual summertime energy usage goes up. It's the way it's always been, right? Because you're using more power for your electricity and all your gadgets in your home. and It's it's there. It is what it is, right? But when that strain gets hit on a power system, well, it will cause things to break. The problem this year, though, is there are still serious supply chain issues that a lot of folks, <clears throat> excuse me, are either not aware of uh, or not paying attention to. And I just kind of want to draw that out because it is not a matter of if your power is going to be impacted at one time or another over the span of the next few months. It's a matter of when. Because energy companies all over the nation and all over the world, but all over the nation specifically, is having issues with their stockpile of replacement and spare parts because of supply chain issues. So if their back rooms are getting thin and or empty, getting new stuff in is problematic as well right now. So be ready for that. And this is not about a matter of paranoia. It's just the reality. Because with yesterday's power outage that we had, there was no explanation given whatsoever. Not a one. Had no clue. There wasn't uh, any service trucks in the area that I saw didn't see any down lines or hadn't been any storms that rolled through that knocked anything over. Nothing. So what happened? I don't know. Don't care to speculate right now. Not my problem. My problem was that, you know, the power was out. And with that comes the issues of things in the refrigerator and freezer. You want to make sure it doesn't go bad. So I put together some tips and tricks that we've been using for years now, thanks to thunderstorms and ice storms in the area that have knocked power out before. And so I just started doing these little hacks here just to, you know, keep things on the even keel and uh, just until the power came back on. But sometimes that may go even longer. We learned that with ice storms. So there's 
two lists I've got up at jimstoybox.com. The link for that prepping article is in the podcast description, and you can find it there on the website as well. But uh, take a look, and you'll note, and I'll note, that I've got links by way of my Amazon Associates account to where I'll send you to Amazon with a recommendation. And if you buy something, well, I get a kickback on that. And I appreciate that a lot. I truly do. If you shop that way, a lot of, a lot of people have a lot of different views on Amazon these days. But personally, i got to be honest with you, I like it because it's such a large marketplace. Place. It gives you the opportunity to shop around, compare, read reviews, get yourself educated, and make a decision based on your budgetary needs as well as just what you need. Now, you can, because that's the thing. It's like if you do not want to buy on Amazon, don't. But you can go there and learn a whole lot about the products you are interested in and then figure out who you want to buy them from. So, uh, again, the world is a full of so many black, white, and gray areas in between that use a little bit of logic and common sense in making your decisions and don't go too knee-jerk. It's just important. To that point, I also want to note that moving forward with everything that I'm doing with the website and the blog and the podcast, I am very much dedicated to avoiding any other form of crowdfunding sources. And it's not that I'm against them. I just personally don't want them. I want to actually earn my keep, if you will, when it comes to the content that I create and give out to you. So if you enjoy what I do and you would like to help out, we'll shop through those links because that's how we do it. Okay. Or if uh, when it comes to like listening to the podcast here, you'll hear the spot here in just a few promoting Anchor and encouraging you to use Anchor because I like Anchor. It has not let me down. And it's all tied into Spotify and biggest, biggest game in town, right? So you go with what you got. But it's a good thing. I, I like it. I don't have a problem with it. And again, if you click through those links, that absolutely helps this show grow by way of the monetary stuff. And it doesn't cost you anything either way it goes there. So just a little disclosure there. Uh, let's see. What else am I on the list here with? Oh, another thing I wrote yesterday was in regards to I picked up a book uh, by Willie Robertson. And uh, Willie Robertson of the Duck Commander slash Duck Dynasty fame. Uh, it's about the American entrepreneur. And I have a lot of respect for the American entrepreneur, not just because I am one, but because it's the American entrepreneur that has built this country. Doesn't mean that things didn't grow to the point where they became large corporations that have, let's be honest, became corrupted and co-opted. And that's terrible. But at its root, and the only way things will work is through that spirit of entrepreneurship. And I speak specifically to the American entrepreneurship because inside of this great nation that we still have, despite all the things blowing up around us, at our core and our root is that drive, desire, and passion to pursue that life, liberty, and happiness, right? So I still hold on to that. No matter what the headlines say, no matter what the politicians do, at our core and root in America, that's who we are and what we are. And I really hope to bring that out in you and remind you of that if you've forgotten because of said noise around us these days. But that's here and there. But the book itself is really good. I got a recommendation for it. And I really enjoy the story of Duck Commander and how it started back in the 70s with Phil Robertson, just dedicated to making the best duck call in the world. And apparently he, he did very well. And, and they grew a family business through a lot of heartache, trouble, and strife, and suffering, and sacrifice. 
uh, because that's really how things work. I know there's a lot of folks, now I know for sure, there's a lot of folks, <clears throat> excuse me again, that are into the affiliate marketing and inside of that sect, there's a lot of cross media that connects when it comes like the power of positive thinking and the secret to all these laws of vibrations and attractions and such. And I'm not discounting that at all other than a lot of that stuff that's out there misses the other side of the point that really ties it all together and makes it all work is that, yes, you must believe. Yes, you must see it and feel it before you see it. But you must also do the work. Roll up your sleeves and get busy. Manna from heaven can happen, but odds are not until you take a step forward. We believe it was Benjamin Franklin who said, you know, God helps those who helps himself. And that's the point. Get busy, get moving forward, and you will see things happen. And I don't go too preachy on you there, but it's just true. It's like a natural law thing. Um, and if things aren't working out where you think you are following all those steps and doing all those things, step back and reassess. That's what I've done, which comes to the next point of what to expect from me personally to you and all of humanity out there. See, what I've done over the past few years, several, actually, you know, five, six years, I got myself removed mentally from what my actual intent was from the first time I picked up a pen to write a newspaper article to being behind the microphone on the radio to being behind or in front of a camera on television and other video stuffs in between, I lost sight of my own creativity and my own desire and passion to create entertainment. I got too caught up in the need for informing, if you will. I was saying, mind you, for 10 years, I was you know, writing, producing, and directing the local news here uh, in this little town that I'd be in. And I lost sight of the creative aspect of it all as far as the other projects. I still did some, but they weren't. They, I always put them second fiddle or third fiddle or fourth fiddle to the other stuff, which is a mistake because while I appreciate and understand the importance of the information side of things, such as with news and local information, um, that is, is just, I got ate up with it and I got ate up in learning processes. And that's why that content creation pipeline was going to be a book. And I've written that book. I can't tell you how many times I started and stopped. And the reason that the book didn't come to full fruition is because I've got, there's another aspect of my energy and passion that needs to come forward first. And that book and those lessons are going to come out as we go. I'm finding that balance now because I know that the entertainment that I am so and have been so driven to create for over 30 years is ready to, to be born. And so that's what I'm working on. And some of you will like it. Some of you won't. And you know what? I'm really good with it. I'm not trying to please everybody. That's another lesson. I, like. I don't care to. It's like, if you like it, great. If you don't, great. Just go away. <laughs> you don't have to. But there's a possibility that there will be things that I'm going to bring you by way of video and audio, music and TV. Well, what I'm still calling TV, even though it's not on TV, but it's a TV formatted show. I'm going to bring those things forward because I think there will be something that you can get from them too. Uh, and you will enjoy. I do. Not everybody, but some of you will. And that's what I want to do. And that's also a 
whole other discussion in regards to where we are when it comes to our entertainment choices. This is not to be pious or anything like that. It's just a matter of people are very upset on the whole with what's coming out of the old establishment when it comes to entertainment. And as such, they are wanting an alternative. So it's up to people like me and you too to either create that form of entertainment or to go ahead and you know be sure to support it in some way. And there's a lot of ways to do it. You know, and my personal thing is I will go by way of affiliate links and direct product sales more so than just crowdfunding and Patreon type things. I think those are great for some, but it's just not for me and I don't want to do it. So anyway, so that's kind of the, the, the whole <laughs> shebang of everything that's been going on. And again, I am working diligently to get myself in a position to do more of a daily podcast thing, long as there is worth to it. And I'm making sure that there is, because there really is a lot that I can bring you. Speaking of, we're going to take a break, and then when we come back on the other side of this, I want to talk to you about my method of blogging and how that method could be a good starting point for you or a perspective in your own current blogging pursuits that you may not have thought of before. Again, not the end-all, be-all, but a way that's worked for me for 10 years. So take a quick break, talk about Anchor, and be back in just a moment. I used to be a goer, now I'm a little slower, but don't you ever think I'm gonna quit? I still make nifty moves when I get in the groove, and that is why you seldom see me sit. You might think I'm passing, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. And welcome back to the show, where we're moving to part two, where we're going to talk about blogging and the Jim Soybox method of doing so. And that's me. Hi, I'm Jim Bumgartner. Again, if you're just now tuning in, which would be weird since these things are like all in one. But hey, thanks for fast forwarding through the front part and sticking around for the second. Uh, anyway, talking about blogging. Now, I started blogging back in 2010 as a way to learn what blogging was. I heard the term, didn't know what it meant, looked into it and went, oh, you're just writing articles on the Internet. And then I found out the articles are actually extremely loose in form. So it's not like you're writing a newspaper or a magazine article. It was just free flow thought. I was like, oh, okay. So I did a lot of fun stuff over the years with primary focus when it came to collectible toys and action figures, specifically the ones from the uh, 8-inch genre of the retro style from the 70s made by the Mingo Corporation. And uh, that was my thing. It was my passion, and I truly enjoyed it, and I still do. But the toy box itself was more of a, in its name, was more of a metaphor of all the things that I enjoy, and I put inside of my toy box and so you're going to find a whole lot of different stuff primarily a lot of action figure talk but also to talk on 3d printing and talk about blogging and all this other content creation so all this stuff that you hear on the podcast because i've decided to put it all under that umbrella because it makes sense for me and i'm good with it so with that said let's go into blogging okay well like i said i started just because i wanted to know what the term meant and what it was all about and that's what i got and it worked so once I got past the definitions and the terminology and understood what I was doing, I knew that when it comes to writing, there's still a formula you must follow if you're going to develop any kind of readership that's going to understand that they're respected for their readership. Okay, and that's it. So let's just go right here where we are. <laughs> okay, um, in today's world, blogging is still a very big a lot of things have transitioned to where people are leaning harder on video blogs, which is great. And I, I don't like doing it. I'll be honest with you. When I was doing the television stuff, I didn't like being on camera. 
Uh, not that I'm terribly insecure about my appearance. It's just, it's limited. Because when you're in front of the camera, for me, it's a matter of, you know, you're blocking in frame. And that's, I don't know, it's just not comfortable. And I prefer not to do it. And if I am going to do it, I want to make sure I don't look like a slob. <laughs> so it's like, I don't fit, you know, I don't fit. It's like, I am still, if I'm going to be on camera and do those things, I still want to have a, a, a jacket and tie on because it, to me, respectful to the audience. But that doesn't really pop or work online these days. So to create something that people are going to shun away from is just a waste of time. And money. So I don't want to do that. So anyway, let's get into the blogging at its root, because when it comes to creating any type of story that you're telling, fiction, nonfiction, doesn't matter. Rather, it's something for personal or professional, intellectual, technical, whatever type of writing you're doing, you've got to have a format, right? The format that I created for myself is nothing unique or out of this world, and it's reinventing the wheel. Far from it. It's very straightforward. And here, and we're going to hit this in three points, okay, with a fourth one added on at the end that talks more about the marketing, distribution, and growth of it. But, okay, so the first thing you have to do is you've got to start at, with the end in mind. What are you trying to say to the audience and what are you wanting them to do? That's the most important thing. You, I know you've got, when you brainstorm the topic out, <clears throat> you came up with a million and one different things that you wanted to cover and talk about your talking points and everything. But narrow that down to the end. What is going to be the last line that's going to make up this blog? Once you've got that narrowed down, you've just found your beginning. And literally, write it word for word at the top of the page and then make some space for it at the bottom of the page. You can edit that later, of course. But you want the end to be the first thing on your mind because that's going to keep you on point for where you're going with this article. Because it, just like in doing this podcast, I work diligently to make sure I don't ramble too much because I don't want to waste your time. And the same thing and rule needs to be applied to blogging and any type of content creation. We're speaking specifically about blogging right now. You don't want to ramble. So what is your point? Why are you typing? Why are you writing on pen and paper? Why are any of it? Why? Get to the point, put it at the top, and now flush out that opening paragraph because you've already got your ending, right? You know where you're going. Now, for the next step, you want to make sure that when it comes to writing those paragraphs, put an emphasis on not rambling. Okay? It's too easy. I'm the world's worst, man. It's like, I will have those squirrel moments when writing. It's like, okay, I'm going to write about this. Here's my opening line, or here's my last line. Here's my opening line. I'm going to now fill in the holes. Oh, wait, but I had an idea here. Oh, I got an idea here. Oh, I got an idea. And things will come up. But no, stop yourself. Stop yourself. Save it for another time. Okay? You can do updates. You can do part two. You can do part 5,000. But for right now, in this one piece, stick to the one point. Okay? Even a multi-point thing still has one point. Those points. Okay? So that's very important there. And now then, on this third step of this lesson, if you will, start with only three paragraphs. Okay? Start with only three. Think of it as a, a three-act play. Act one, act two, act three. Okay? And the reason I say that is like a comic strip. If you can take 
and maybe if you wanted to like say write a comic strip the key is you've got to be able to the ultimate goal is to tell the joke and really and pop the punchline in one frame that's perfect 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 political cartoonists good ones do it all in one shot you got the setup and the punchline that's what you want to go for when it comes to your storytelling you want it to be quick and concise so but now for a good story though in the written form especially you need a three-act play and that can be of course rolled over into video or audio presentations but you want a three-step or three paragraph setup act one is where you're going to knock down the basics the who what when where why and how they put it all right there in the very very beginning again with your ending in mind and stated paragraph two is where you're going to start adding in your points Okay, and you believe it or not, you can put so much in a paragraph. Don't let's not go into grammar. I'm not, I'm not your grammar teacher today because I suck at grammar and structure in that regard. I go back in, I edit. My wife will edit to make sure if I've got something big that I have her do that because she cleans it up nicely for me. But in that second paragraph, get to your points to back them up. Okay, that's where you want to have your sources, your references, your resources, your links, wherever. Put that in there. That's the that's the meat there. That's Act Two. Okay. And that's where you're showing your point and proving your point. And then when you get down to the third paragraph, Act 3 of this thing, you want it to wrap it all up nice and neatly in a bow. Okay? So you just wrote three paragraphs. And you're like, there is way too much here. I've crammed this thing. I've got a run-on sentence three pages long. You can go back and edit. But I wanted you to think about that in writing in only a three-paragraph style to where the very first one has all the the main basic information that sells your point. The second one backs it all up. And the third one is where you're putting it all together nice and neat, and you throw in a call to action. Be it to like, comment, share, subscribe. Be it to what are your thoughts, kick in your ideas and suggestions. Whatever it is that will, or if you, hey, I need you to buy this now. Put it on that call to action. But the main thing is, in following this type of structure, it's going to give you the opportunity to really hunker down in your skill as a writer and a writer who is concise. If you want to go long-winded, write a novel. You totally should. But for this particular outlet of blogging, you don't want to go too crazy with it, man, because, again, people who are reading blogs are doing it pretty quick. Otherwise, you're going to bore. And that's not saying anything bad about you, your presentation, or your topic. But get to the point. And then from there, you can grow out from there. And again, you go back to that content creation pipeline I put together for you. You can take from that blog and that idea and that point to move it into something bigger, such as a full-on structured article. Or bring in, you know, I'm not a fan of the term, but the experts, those experienced with the topic for interviews. And that's a separate beast altogether. The blog itself, again, is, is much more personal and direct. Use it as the tool that it's meant to be. And respect the audience's time and attention. And in turn, you're also respecting your own time and attention. And that process in and of itself will help you grow in exponential ways. That you It will be a little tough because you're learning how to self-edit, not while you're writing, but immediately after you're done, because since you've already got the ending in mind and stated at the front, you know exactly where you're going that will keep you on point, and the stuff you put in the middle will have purpose and meaning and not just fluff and random. 
So I hope that helped. Okay, so those there was three steps right there to get you into a structured blogging pattern, habit, and so on to help you grow your message online. There you go. I hope that helps a lot. The fourth point that I wanted to bring in was when it comes to growth. At this point here is where it kind of ties back to what I opened the show with in regards to talking about the blow up that I've seen number wise when it comes to the blog and the podcast from my blog, because it was just a blog. It wasn't a full on article. It was a blog about working with intent. Like I said, the numbers are just a boom. Like, wow, that is great. And don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about like millions of people, but I've seen hundreds now, which is very big, especially considering that I am moving the toy box, jimstoybox.com, in a direction that it was not doing before. So this is a whole new audience. These people aren't looking to talk about toys. These people are looking to talk about working with intent and doing stuff that, and I, and I, there's an article there too. It's in the, links you can click through to it as i reflected on who these people are and they are the ones who are doing the affiliate marketing the online work and those side hustle gigs to make money why because everybody needs to make money inside of the system you must have money and they're working and looking and reaching out and networking to continue doing those sorts of things so that is where this fourth point really comes to shine, okay? You want to grow your content, right? Everybody talks about that, and a lot of those folks are pushing products that do this just that. And this is not to poo-poo any of them, not by any stretch of the imagination. There's a lot of great stuff out there, but there's also a lot more crap. I've seen it myself. I've researched it. I've looked at it. I was like, hmm, that sounds interesting. I wonder if that will help me blow up my number. No, be careful with that, because you and everybody's got something that will end in, you know, 97 cents, you know, 1797, $1,443.97. Watch out for those things. I'm not saying they're all scams or anything like that, but I'm not saying they're all great either. Okay. If I find something that works great for me, I will absolutely recommend it to you to take a look at. It'll be up to you to buy it. But if I, if I put something forward like that, such as suggesting to you using Anchor or using WordPress, uh, I know it because I use it and it works. Otherwise, I really got to put things through the paces before I even think about that because there are too many times I see people get caught up in a new shiny bell and whistle that doesn't actually deliver what they think it's going to deliver. And it's not necessarily by misrepresentation of the seller so much as the expectation of the buyer. But the seller can put things in ways that makes it sound like it's just push a button one and done when that's just not the case. And that's why when I when I talk about the way I'm funding things now, I'm just going back to old school, man. It's like I'm creating content, right, no matter what form it takes, be it the written word, the spoken word, or the video word. Uh, it's going to have to be funded in the traditional manner of sponsorships, if you will. And it's not really talking about breaking for commercials other than the anchor room because, hey, you know, it's how they play here. But it's about... Doing the things that earn your business. And right now, the best way I see to offer products, goods, and services that can earn your business is by way of the Amazon Associates thing. I've also got another affiliate account with Entertainment Earth where you can get really cool collectibles from Entertainment Earth, a great company out of California that I've been working with for a long time. Almost like right after I started the Toy Box and I started doing reviews, 
I got some attention and they saw it, they liked it, they reached out to me, asked me if I'd do some reviews, and it just kind of grew from there. I haven't done anything in a while, but uh, it's still there because I appreciated the opportunity and I'll never forget that. But that just works for me in going in that direction. So I say that because I want to grow this thing organically. Not to poo-poo any of you folks who have been joining a, joining in as affiliate marketers and SEO sellers and all that stuff. Uh, but this this outreach, I, when I say organic, it's going to mainly be promoted by way of itself. So the content on jimswobox.com through WordPress will do what it does. The podcast through the various podcasting platforms will do what it does. Your listenership, like, comments, shares, things like that, organically. That's what I want. I don't want to use social. I just don't. I got. I took. I embargoed myself from social media a little over a year ago because it was just getting too toxic in Facebook land. I never cared for Twitter in the first place, so that wasn't a problem. And I never got serious about any of the other ones. I didn't put any effort into them because I'm like, man, this is just no. It's just too much to to manage. But about a month or so ago, I hopped back in and I created a new Facebook. And I got on Twitter after all the talk of the Elon Musk buy and all that. And I discovered Facebook is much worse now than it was when I left it. And I don't want to be a part of it. It's just gross. It's like if you're going to go into, uh, it's like you move out of the neighborhood and then you come back a few years later and find out your old neighborhood's now turned into a crime-ridden slum. Well, that's Facebook. Um, the way I see it. And when it came to Twitter, I was there long enough to see that the main things happening on Twitter were people complaining about Twitter still, but now complaining to Twitter that now, ha, 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 y'all just got y'all's whipping because Elon done bought it. So now we can see how bad y'all really were. Nah, not all that nonsense. It's not offering any solutions. And it's not using the tool as the best tool it can be. You know, those social media platforms, I saw the tool that they were when it came to, you know, distributing content and connecting with people and all the good side of it. And, but now they've all been warped for various reasons. And the, there's far more negatives than there are positives in using those platforms. So I'm just not going to do it. So I'm putting all my effort and attention into, I have two social media outlets that I reach out to. One is LinkedIn, and I'm not a fan of it either. I'll be honest with you. I'm just not. I see the posts on there, and I just don't necessarily agree with what, what all is there and what people are trying to accomplish there. However, for networking, it's great. If you want to just network out and you've got a better shot of finding the professional types that may be interested in working with you or you working with them, then it could be handy. But in general, not so much. Um, the other one is called Activate Humanity. Now, Activate Humanity is a fantastic social media platform that I enjoy engaging with those folks because we share the majority. The majority of everybody there is uh, we share a lot of the same worldviews. So you can look that up. Go Google, however, look up Activate Humanity. Go to the App Store, the, uh, the uh, Play Store. And download the app and become a member. I need to get a link up for that, too, because I really like those folks over there because they're just good, down-to-earth human beings. And not everybody agrees on everything all the time, but when there is a disagreement, it becomes a normal, healthy debate. And that's appreciated because everybody started out as adults and they stay that way. 
this is fun. It's crazy that can actually still happen with the internet. But it does. So check those guys out. But yeah, that's how I'm going to grow this thing. I don't have any intentions of going back to social to promote outside of those two locations I told you about. And I'll never do an ad buy. I'm just not to promote this thing. Mm -mm. It'll never going to happen. Because I don't want to grow like that. And I'm not creating something that I feel warrants that type of outreach. Not saying that you shouldn't advertise on social media or you know invest your budget into that. Not saying that at all. Same for me. It's not what I want. Uh, I want the store, which is jimsoybox.com, to earn your business by way of its content and what it does. There will be promotions there. there again, a couple little social things, but I want it to grow organically. I want people to go. Now, I'm not saying you can't share it on your socials. I'm not saying that at all. You you go right ahead. That's organic. But for me personally to do it is like pandering, and I don't want to pander. I get so sick of that. And I've done it before, and I loathe myself for it. I do. I, just, I look back on some of those campaigns, and I'm like, that's just terrible. Man. Why would you do that? It's like, it's like spamming and all. I, did. I hate it. I hate telemarketers, and I can't stand junk mail. <laughs> just so I'm not going to do it. So anyway, so that's all that in a nutshell. So again, with the final thought on the growth aspect, and when it comes to you're wanting to broaden your message by way of marketing and promotional outreaches online and through social, go for it. There are a lot of great products out there that can help you, but research them hardcore. Uh, and where I can, and I've seen things, I'll be glad to share my insights on it and recommend what I see that works in certain regards. But all, and if you have a question, ask me if I've, if I've had any encounters with it, I'll give you my take and you do with it what you will. But I don't know. I, I just, uh, going to be interesting to see how this goes because all I want to do is create, which is how I'm going to wrap this thing up. See, as I mentioned before, I, I got so caught up in the information side of content creation by doing news for so long on the local level that then spilled over to the online world because that's where everybody local went. So I had to do that. And, you know, it made sense. It was a terrible decision because it helped destroy the world. My apologies, everyone. I did my part in that and I own it. But I lost sight of why I ever wanted to be inside of the broadcast industry as a whole, the newspaper and broadcast world. Because I love creating the features, the entertainment. And I've got so much stuff that I've kept repressed for so long because I was so ate up with that one side. Well, I must do something that provides a service. Provide the service to make people's lives better. And I thought of that only in the matter of business, promotion, marketing, sales. Well, you know what? I, I had a thought return to my mind that I heard from a fellow who's an entertainer up in Branson, Missouri. That was a great, 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 great thought. And one that I'm applying again. You know, to be an entertainer and the not only the ability to do it, but the willingness to do it is truly a blessing for all humanity. Because we, the general world, we love to be entertained. We look for it. We seek it out. And that's how people suck us into all kinds of different things. We love to be entertained. So, entertain. And that's what I'm going to do again. And I'm looking, I'm actually, I'm working on a project right now that I hope to roll out here in the next week or so. I really hope. I've been working on this thing for a long time. It's actually kind of what started the journey where we are right now. And it'll all make sense soon when you see it, but it's 
entertainment for the sake of entertainment, but it's entertainment that I'm creating for my own personal conviction of something that I want to see. I'm not pandering to a specific demographic. There is a specific demographic, but I'm not pandering to it. Um, it's meant to be fun. It's meant to be entertaining. It's meant to be a little informative, just like any good entertainment show. But it's also meant to be something that is not what you can get anymore. Because most everything now has some kind of agenda tied to it. And I have no desire or interest to be uh, pandering, pontificating, preaching, or anything like that. There will be elements in there that are my opinions and personalities, but it's formerly entertainment. But open about it. So Anyway, that's that. And that's coming up soon. I'm going to wrap this thing up. I went, I, was, ah, I didn't have a time clock to follow Jim. I just went in part one and part two. And well, guess what? Part two just hit perfectly. Again, jimsoybox.com. Check it out. Shop the link. You help the show. Share this one with your friends, your neighbors, your family, your heroes, your villains, your enemies. I don't care. Just get it out there because we're growing it organically, right? Right. Okay. So until hopefully, fingers crossed, tomorrow, have a great rest of the day, everyone, and we will see you soon. So go play. Have some fun. You might think I'm positive, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. I might be a little fatter, but that doesn't really matter. For after all, most folks are just like me. I may have lost my hair, not that I really care. That's what I feel inside, that's really me. You might think I'm positive, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm positive, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. You will never hear me sing the blues For after all, what do I have to lose? You might think I'm passive, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm passive, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. 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 Lots of living left in me still.